forever. Dog. Hello, Adventure Kateers. The episode you're about to hear was recorded over Zoom and live streamed on the internet in the not so distant past. It's just one of many stay at home live streams available right now on your Thrilling Adventure Hour podcast feed. But if you want access to the complete Thrilling Adventure Hour, that's the entire back catalog, plus bonus content, plus live streams not yet available here, plus complete libraries of classic segments in case you've ever wanted to listen to the complete Sparks Nevada in order and uninterrupted, or the complete Beyond Belief, uh, the complete Captain Laserbeam, the complete Chrono Patrol Extended Universe, etc., etc., etc. All of that is available on Patreon for the low, low monthly price of $5. Patreon gives you a members-only RSS feed that can be plugged into your podcast player of choice for easy listening, and then you're off and running. Your Patreon membership not only gives you access to all that amazing content, it also helps us to keep doing the show. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate your support. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate you. And now, on with the show. To sign up for the Thrilling Adventure Hour Patreon, just go to patreon.com slash thrillingadventurehour. That's patreon.com slash thrillingadventurehour. I don't miss those brain bees. But it reminds me of a story of accidental magic if anyone wants to hear it while we play. And hey, the Doyles are in it. Now to start, they're up in their hotel house doing their thing. Which is, this day, I hear, sitting on the couch, not quite holding hands, but the tips of their fingers are just slightly interlaced as they read books. <laughs> That's something. Sadie, do you know how Aeschylus died? The ancient Greek playwright? Yes, often described as the father of tragedy, yes. How often? Well, less now than then. I don't know how he died, for I'm reading a different book entirely. A carnacious canary collection. Ah, say hello from me. Oh, no, you don't. How did Aeschylus die? <gasps> did the father of tragedy, perchance, die tragically? Only for him. You see, what happened was... Oh, it was just getting juicy. Let me just answer the door and heighten the suspense. You tell me right now, you incorrigible teen. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. A turtle was involved, as was an eagle. Franklin Lindbergh, Baby Ruth, Beta Gingham Dress Doyle, you tell me how Aeschylus died right this minute. I must get the door. Precedent laid down in the case of Knock Knock V. Who's there? Who's there, by the way? Gift basket delivery. Oh, we'll see about that. I have a uh, gift basket for, says here, uh, Frank and Sadie Doyle. Then I have a tip for you, young man. Let me find my wallet. That's not necessary. Bosh, young man. Bosh, and furthermore, pish-tosh. I hope you like your bills extra crispy. Uh, thank you, sir. Uh, can I ask you if it's true what the card says? You read the card, you snoop. Well, it's worn out bills for you, then. Well, the card says a thank you for solving a problem of the supernatural nature. Yes, well, you should know. Uh, the thing is, I have a supernatural problem. It's terrible, and I don't know what to do or where to turn. Can, can you help me? Maybe, if it's an easy one. It isn't, but still, please, please, or, or if not, can you recommend someone else? Here, have a drink and tell us your name. Sadie, sympathy already? Boring book? The way he said please. All right, sport, we're all ears. 
Sadie is anyway. I've got some ears, but you've got hers and she's got mine, so it'll all work out in the end. Well, thank you. Th thank you for the tip, this drink, for listening. <clears throat> I'm uh, Maury Levin. I'm from the Bronx there, and I need help. I, I come to you in humility with nothing but a gift for you from someone else in my hands. I need to. This is hard now. <clears throat> I just have to, and I can't. I've tried everything. I need desperately to quit smoking. Mr. Levin. Maury, please. Mr. Levin. When I said it would all work out in the end, that may have been anywhere from premature to overly optimistic. Mr. Levin, do you think perhaps that we solve mundane problems supernaturally? Is that it? Yeah, maybe I'm explaining this wrong. How far astray could you have gotten? Uh, let me try again, please. I need to quit smoking. Let me try again. This is outside our purview. I'll tell you what, you go ahead and finish your drink and I'll just write you a referral. Yeah, you've written, uh, someone else. That's right. You can keep that card, by the way. Well, who could that be? Are you expecting company, Mr. Levin? I'm honestly not. Well, it's likely someone with a supernatural problem. That's mostly what we get around here. It, mine is a supernatural problem. Yeah, you're missing a key part. Here, I'll show you what it looks like. Frank and Sadie Doyle, you have to help me. My roommate is a monster. See? Now then. Hello. We do not have to help you. I hope you know that. There, there. Have a drink. Meet Mr. Levin. Maury. Yes, he was just leaving. No, I wasn't. Hi. Uh, thank you. Um, oh, this is... <laughs> this is strong. Oh, uh, you... <clears throat> not mixer people, are you? <clears throat> anyway, um, <clears throat> I'm Claire. Uh, my my roommate is a monster. Uh, I said that. Um, she's out of control. Oh, I didn't say that. She's out of control. I I I don't know what to do. Is well, I sort of said that uh, uh, to my one friend, and then he recommended I come here and ask you for help. He said you'd help me, and that's why I, to come here. I, I I don't know if I'm explaining this right. <laughs> I need your help. Said that. A uh, monster for roommate said that. What else do you need? Like my address? What happens now? Oh, uh, they make you jump through hoops to prove that your roommate is a monster. Okay. Now, now, what sort of monster is your roommate? The worst kind. <gasps> a leprechaun? A, a copycat. I'm sorry, what? Okay, so, uh, like, you know mirrors, right? She's, like, looking into one talking into one she's she's copycatting me dressing like me in my clothes talking like me a little my turn of phrases goes where i go i'm, I'm surprised she's not here right now what is happening tonight uh, what's wrong too supernatural for you are you sure you need our help? Didn't you hear me? My roommate is a problem, and you're mediators, right? Mediums. What's that? Doesn't matter. We cannot help you. I can recommend someone who does. Levin, give her that card I gave you. Mediums means they do supernatural problems. What's more natural than mine? 
No, no, not super like as a, an intensifier. Scary, eerie problems are their expertise, and they only sometimes do those, you know, if it suits them. Helping you to quit smoking is not a supernatural problem. Well, sure, yeah, that's one way to go at it. The other way is to ask how helping me to quit smoking is a supernatural problem. No, thank you. Well, how is quitting smoking a supernatural problem? Thank you. You see, I'm Jewish, but I haven't been practicing, and that's been okay with me. To me, my own. Is that the expression? See, it's less okay with my bubby, which it turns out is Jewish for grandmother. I thought it was her name. Anyway, Bubby was always very sweet to me, despite wanting me to be more observant. It killed her that I was never bar mitzvahed. Actually, what killed her was age and disease. I kept her company on her deathbed, which is where she asked me if I would, for her, become a bar mitzvah. Between age and disease, she was confused sometimes, so it's possible she thought I was 12. But she was also not confused sometimes, so it's possible she just wanted me to do it. I agreed just to make her happy, thinking that she'd forget and I would too. Only then what she did, and, and, and this is checkmate if you're her, is she died. So that was her last wish. You said this was supernatural. Are Jewish people supernatural? Uh, no more or less than anyone else. You also said this was about smoking. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting to it. <clears throat> I'd better get another four drinks then. Four more for me too, please. Yeah, so I, I enroll in this bar mitzvah class to learn what to do and how and why. It's me and a bunch of 12-year-olds there. But in terms of maturity, I may as well have been 12 too. Even though I'm in my 40s, I was like a kid. See, I, I was very funny, you see, because I, I yelled a lot and I said inappropriate things, which is so funny. Is it? Shut up! It's hilarious! Do not yell at my husband, Mr. Levin. <laughs> it was funny, though. Right? So anyway, this class was hard. There, there was a bully. Uh, the other kids laughed at me. And at first I was like, I don't like you. I don't like Hebrew. And I don't like you. <laughs> More yelling. It's good. Right? But I stuck it out for Bubby's checkmate. And you know what? What? I grew up in that class. I confronted the bully. I made friends with those kids. I got a crush on the teacher, and I learned a lot. My Torah portion, for one. For another, what it means to be a man in the eyes of God and in everyone else's eyes, but most importantly, in my own eyes. No, honestly, that second, most importantly, in the teacher's eyes, because we're dating now. Did I read about this man bar mitzvah in the local interest section of the newspaper? Yeah, you did. That was me, the 43-year-old bar mitzvah boy. I would not watch that movie, though it would probably do extremely well. Well, that was some story. It featured neither smoking nor a supernatural element. I'm sure you must be going. Yeah, you could learn from my Torah portion. It was about patience. Oh, well, uh, was it the one where Jesus met the turtle? Uh, my Torah portion didn't have Jesus in it, no. Oh, too bad. But did it have a turtle in it? No. I know a story with a turtle in it. <gasps> oh, yes. Do tell the story, Frank. <laughs> All right. You're both familiar with Aeschylus. Greek playwright. Father of the tragedy? Yes. But do you know how he died? No. No. You know, I mind company far less when we cannot be of any help to them. Now, what you must understand is that eagles are known to eat turtles. I don't think that's right. I soldier on regardless. No, no, she's got a point. They, they, they don't. They can't. Think about it. Shells. Shells. You're both going to have to leave. 
Frank, manners. Please, both of you leave. In fact, allow me to get the door. Hi. Uh, I was about to knock, and here you are. <laughs> Frank and Sadie Doyle, you have to help me. My roommate is a monster. Are you Frank Doyle? Are you... her? Danielle, what are you doing here? You know what I'm doing here. I told you I was coming here after running my errands to talk to the married mediators Frank and Sadie Doyle. Why did you come here? Well, I just thought if they met me first, they'd take my side. Mediators don't take sides. We're not mediators, and we do take sides. Oh, you weren't kidding about her copycatting you. You're, you're very similar looking. You told them I was copycatting you? You are copycatting me. You're copycatting me. You're doing it right now. You're doing it right now. Stop copycatting me. Stop copycatting me. Quit it. You quit it. Both of you stop. Stop it, the both of you. Well, don't you start. Don't you start. Oh, no. Is it contagious? Okay, doesn't seem like it is. I'm Maury, by the way. I'm here to get help from them, too. I need to quit smoking. Oh, are you hypnotists as well as mediators? I'm going to need another route. For me as well. Would you like a drink, new one? Is Claire having one? She's been nursing the same drink for minutes. Well, then I'll have one, too. Stop copycatting me. You're copycatting me. And that's why I'm here. I need your help because I'm the victim of a copycat. I'm sorry. You're here because she's the problem? Yes. And you're here because she's the problem? Oh, yes. And I'm here to quit smoking, but I could sure use a cigarette. Do you mind if I smoke? Okay. Okay, I won't. You, you, you don't have to yell. Nobody yelled. Yeah, someone yelled no really loudly. Nobody yelled anything. I would have heard it. Then I would have too. Did your door just open on its own? Does it do that? It never has before. Is there someone here? An invisible person? Hi. I'm Ivy. I opened the door with my mind. And before I yelled no into his mind, with my mind, I do things with my mind. I mean, so does everyone, but not like me. And before you ask, yes, I am a monster. Thank you for thinking of asking what kind. I'm a mutant. Okay. <laughs> What do you mean thinking that's not a kind of monster? Of course it is. I'm standing right here. Uh, <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's two. It is. Okay, fine, fine. I'll stop. Let me just, I'm just going to turn my mind down. It was at top volume before because we've been looking for more 11. We? Me and the professor. He'll be along shortly. I ran ahead because I had to stop more 11 from smoking before he killed everyone. Thank you. I recently started starting fires. With his mind. When I smoked the fire from the lighter, plus my mind, oosh, terrible combo. Like the number six at the Grand Buffet on 48th, but instead of shrimp and American cheese slices, my combo is my mind uncontrollably making fire go bigger. 
which is why I really need to quit smoking. So see, supernatural problem, like I said. Maybe. Why didn't you just say that? Why did you start with your bar mitzvah? Well, I only just started being a fire monster after the ceremony and before what would have been the reception had it not burnt down. I've read that story in the paper, too. My condolences. Thank you. Our abilities manifest in the threshold between childhood and adulthood. So for him, his bar mitzvah. My mind listening and hands-free door opening came at puberty, making a fraught and confusing time way more both. Do you still think this isn't supernatural? It's something, but I don't know if it's that. But the roommate situation might be. Yes, you, be honest. Are you a doppelganger? Yes, we both are. But that's no excuse for her swiping my clothes. And it's no excuse for her swiping my form. Isn't it? It's an explanation, not an excuse. I'm sorry. You came here because a doppelganger, which you also are, was borrowing your clothes? Without asking. You took my form without asking. I love your form. I love yours. I would have taken your form, but you took mine first. But your form is way better. Can't you see how beautiful you are inside and out? Can't you see how beautiful you are inside and out? All I want to do is copycat you. All I want to do is copycat you. But when you're you, not me. Danielle, you are so sweet. You're so sweet. I wish you could see it. I guess we'd better work harder on saying it all out loud because I'm not mad at you anymore. I just want to be yourself, and I want to also, I just want you to be yourself, and I also, yeah, do want to be yourself. I feel the exact same way, but about you. Well, maybe we should both each switch back and forth and back and forth sometimes. I'd like that. Best friends? Best friends. Frank and Sadie, thank you. I can't imagine better mediators. Thank you. Did we do anything? Just say you're welcome. You're welcome. Oh, good luck with the fire monster. So fun to meet you all. Bye. Well, that was great. You fixed them. Do me now. The professor's here. I got it. Hello? More eleven. You're coming You're with coming. us. Please don't do that. She finishes. I finished the my... professor's sentences. And I'm not a professor. When she was a little kid, she escaped from this facility that everyone is free to come and go to and from as they please. Ish. 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 Ivy escaped. I found some other kids. Or imagined them. Well, I might be imagining all of this. That's possible. And creating it. That's possible. With my mind. And either these kids or the idea of them showed her some comic books or the idea of them, and she got into her head a context for what I am. 
which I am not. And though she can sift through my mind and can see that I'm not... He just believes he isn't? The professor idea got stuck in there. That's what he believes. What do I know? I just did scores of unethical experiments on scores of pregnant women and harvested the results. Us kids. Yep. And now I'm here to harvest you, Maury. You got out. You had a good four-decade-long run, but it's time to go back. Do I have to? Are you asking us? You don't have to go anywhere you don't want to go. Are you going to stop us? Are you asking us? He's a grown man. He can go anywhere. The store, a bank, a swimming pool. You can go anywhere you like, Mr. Levin, but you can't stay here. I'm afraid you're quite mistaken. Four, could you stop that? Okay, I'll work on it. I want you to succeed at it. I'm not going anywhere until these people help me quit smoking so I stop setting fire to things, places, and people. If you come with us... Okay, I'm sorry. You just, you tell it. If you come, I will. If you come with us, we'll train you to use your curse. (laughs) Gift. No. How? Here, watch. Everybody stay calm. I'm reaching into my jacket, but not for a gun. I should hope not. It's not that sort of hotel. I'm reaching past my gun into my pocket. I'm pulling out a photograph. Who's that a picture of? Don't worry about who he is. Focus on his face. Really look. Now, light a cigarette. But keep looking into his eyes. Do not light a cigarette in here. There are so many flammable substances in and around us. It's going to be fine. See? See? We're all safe. A photo burnt up into ashes. The picture wasn't safe. Hello? Hello? This is? Good. Thanks. Did you just get a call on our telephone? He I did. The person in the picture was a bad guy. Now he's a pile of ashes. Great work. You, you turned me into a weapon. You are a weapon, Levin. I just aimed you and showed you where your trigger was. I'm a weapon. Just like my Bubby's second deathbed checkmate wish. Or so your mind remembers. And best of all, I don't got to give up smoking. Come on. Let me show you where you can live now. Thank you, Mr. and Mrs. Doyle. You're welcome. Oh, Okay, that's so funny. Eagles grab turtles and fly them up high and drop them onto rocks to crack them open. And Thank <laughs> you. You may go. Okay. <laughs> Aeschylus was bald, wasn't he? Yes. An eagle mistook his head for a rock, didn't it? Are you a psychic now? Close enough. I'll tell you what isn't close enough, however. Your lips to my lips. Well, let us fix that directly, shall we, sadistic? It doesn't take a psychic to know that we shall, Frankenstein. So that's that story, and you can see why I told it. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, 
please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.